Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci. This is with Italian News, a podcast regarding Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Wednesday, October 14. Unfortunately, my friends, there is no good news about the spread of the virus in Italy. There is really a lot of concern. In the last 24 hours, the number of positive cases has increased by almost 6,000 with 41 deaths. Yesterday, there were 4,600 with 39 deaths. No region in Italy today registers zero new COVID-19 cases. In nine regions, the percentage of cases hospitalized in the last week is higher than the national average. These regions are Sicily, Liguria, Lazio, Apulia, Piedmont, Sardinia, Abruzzo, Basilicata and Campania. The curve of contagions has increased since mid-July. The new weekly cases have more than tenfolded from just over 1,400 to over 17,000 with an increase in the ratio of positive to tested cases from 0.8% to 4%. This has caused the current positive cases to increase fivefold from 12,000 at the end of July to over 60,000 today. Although there is no overloading of hospital services, uh, significant regional differences are beginning to emerge. Nine regions have more inpatients in intensive care today than on lockdown day. They are Abruzzo, Campania, Lazio, Friuli, Venezia Giulia, Apulia, Sardinia, Sicily, Umbria and Valle d'Aosta. As you can see, six are from central southern Italy. Lombardia, on the other hand, has almost a tenth of patients in intensive care compared to them. This is the most important difference with the first wave in March. <coughs> Today the virus is distributed throughout all Italy. This is a very worrying situation because unfortunately in the center and in particular in the south, healthcare is a lot less organized. The president of the Italian hospital doctors claims that with the current numbers of the COVID-19 pandemic, Italian hospitals will be able to withstand at least five months. And at the moment, the situation is manageable. But if we were to see an exponential increase in cases that is happening in other countries like France, for instance, then the Italian hospital system will collapse in two months from now. 77% of the outbreaks are in the family, but in the family the virus comes from situations of crowding that depends on schools, public transport to full and inadequate <coughs> parties and evenings at bars and restaurants and private and public places that clearly show how not everyone has understood the danger we are facing. For this reason, the Italian regions are asking for schools to be closed and return to lesson at home by computer, at least for uh, those in high school, but the Minister of Education is absolutely against it and does not even want to discuss this hypothesis. Among us parents, however, there is now almost uh, the certainty that this is what will happen and many of us think that the schools really should have not reopened in September, given the impossibility of guaranteeing safety from the contagion in schools, buses and metros. On the other hand, in Europe things continue to go even worse than Italy. There are lockdowns in some cities, even important ones. Bars and restaurants are closing again. The numbers are much higher than ours in percentage practically all over Europe. Almost quadruple, quadruple in the Netherlands and Belgium, three times as much in France and Spain, more than twice as much in Great Britain, except in Germany where things are better than in the rest of Europe. A few years ago I was at a friend's house, son of great Italian artist who was very successful in America in the first part of the last century. My friend, also a very talented artist, told me that under his apartment there was a hidden collection of the Tolonia family, one of the richest and most famous families in the history of ancient Rome. Hundreds and hundreds of marble, 
bronze and alabaster stages, busts, bas reliefs and sarcophagi dating to the ancient Roman era. I'm not an expert in these things at all. At first I thought maybe my friend was exaggerating. He showed me a list, incredible for its, its vastness, vastness, which also left me with some doubts, although I had and have great esteem and trust for my friend. I thought, but how is it possible? Almost a thousand works of art and busts and sages and hidden marbles? But because I trust my friend, I listened to him as he told me the incredible story of this impressive, impressive collection of art, history and culture of immeasurable value, which for quarrels between years remained there in the dark, kept under wraps, well preserved but inaccessible to everyone. A story that if it had been told in a movie, would have seen many people comment that it was more science fiction than reality. But instead it was all true, and these things can only happen in Rome. Part of the collection, fortunately the object of a later agreement to bring it back to the light, will be exhibited after restoration at the Capitol Museums here in Rome, in an incredible exhibition that opens today, and it will be open until June 2021, and I really, really hope that before that moment, you friends from the US will be able to be back here and visit Rome and these masterpieces, one of the world's most important private collections of Greek-Roman classical art in history. Incredible and beautiful things happen, even in Rome, in this awful, bad 2020. It's all for now, it's all for today. Please stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourselves. And thank you very much for this, for the incredible success we had with Columbus Day 2020 online last Monday, October 12. I'm very happy about that and thankful to everyone who attended and participated. Thank you very much. I'll see you next Friday. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was with Italia News. Ciao from Rome.